What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, I'm Helen, the owner of Helen's Wines in Los Angeles. Helen's is a gem box little wine shop located in the back of each John and Vinny's location. There's one on Fairfax and there's one on Brentwood and it's a highly curated selection of wines that are made with purpose and intention. And this is my podcast, Wine Face, that feeds into all of that, breaking down the wine education into digestible little snackable bits on a pleasant level for your oratory and hearing or my oratory and your hearing satisfaction. Something like that. Wine Face and Helen's converge on so many different paths. It's kind of like excavating those waters of part A, what the fuck is wine? And part B, how do I enjoy it? And how do I open it? And how do I drink it? And who should I drink it with? And in what situations? Which brings me to today, the ever so exciting. We kind of do this every season. We do the entertaining 411. I think a lot of my entertaining tips have a little bit of a Venn diagram overlap, but today is summer entertaining 101. I just threw a third of July party. So not a 4th of July party, but a 3rd of a July, which I think was like a sneaky super hit. Everyone was like, I love the 3rd of July party because there's no pressure on the 4th of July to go to a party. You already went to the party, so you can kind of just kick it. And that's exactly what I did. But I was thinking about the 3rd of July party and what I cooked and what I served to drink and the time people had. And I was like, we got to do our summer entertaining episode red now. But yes, this is Wine Face, podcast about wine, Helen's Wines. If you want more information about Helen's Wines, you can go to www.helenswines.com for more info or follow us on Instagram at Helen's Wines. But the sun's shining. We kind of still have that June gloomy thing in Los Angeles, but it's pretty much sunny and lovely and green and fragrant everywhere else in the world. And what got me thinking about summer wine and summer entertaining is at Helen's Wines, we got this wine club. You can join the club. It's the coolest club you can join. There's no dancing, but you can dance at your house once you're a member of the club. The happy, happy, joy, joy dance. So the wine club, unfortunately, just let me preface before people get excited and try and join. It's only in California right now. We can, you, you live in San Luis Obispo, we will ship it to you. You live in San Francisco, I got you girls 
or a boy, but it's only California for right now. And we're making all these power moves to bring it to other states. So that is coming soon. And part of the wine club is you get a description from me. And then at the bottom of each description, you get the serving temperature for the wine and you get the pairing. And every single wine that I'm putting in the wine club for June, July, I'm thinking about August already. Every single one, the pairing is like, hmm, would go great with grilled, anything grilled, either it's grilled meat, grilled vegetables. So it kind of got me thinking about summer entertaining. Just to give you a little example of what's in the wine club, we got two levels I'll talk about. The entry level is Step Into the Realm, which is two amazing wines that are shipped to your house. This month, we have a white wine made by Olivier Lamasson, and it's a blend of two grapes, Menopino and Chenin Blanc. And this wine's made by a sommelier turned winemaker, which I think in some ways is so on trend. But LOL, this guy, Olivier Lamasson, has been at it. He's been cracking at it for almost 20 years. The wines are made in a Van de Soif style, meaning that they are meant to be consumed now. So when you have a Van de Soif, it's a French saying for drink it now, drink it young, drink it fresh. When you have the opposite of that, in France, it's called a Van de Garde, which means lay it down, put it to sleep, tuck it in. But he's making these wines in the terrain in the Loire Valley in France. So if France was my hand, you'd run right across the middle of France. And he was one of the first well-known winemakers who decided to declassify his wines and make them all Vent de France. So like in France, the AOC has regulations that can be pretty stringent. Those are like the wine laws. And the terrain, the area in France that these wines are from, was unwilling to bend on certain things that Olivier wanted to do. And so, dun-dun-dun, Vin de France it was. Anyway, the serving temp on a wine like this is ice cold baby. And the pairing is oysters, preferably grilled, shrimp cocktail, or crudité. The other wine in the Step Into the Realm wine club is from Alfredo Maestro. It's his Vino Almante from Castilla Leon in Spain. Now this is like a flipped, like script flipper. I don't know, like flip the scripter on Tempranillo. Alfredo is the man. His wines are always super vibrant, super interesting, and completely delicious. The Castilla Leon area is in the Ribera de Duero, but Alfredo got to the dope place he's at because he went on this incredible journey. He always believed in farming organically, but he taught himself how to make wine from like the ground up. Like he brought basically like winemaking for dummies, but actually on high levels of technical awareness. So he's using this self-taught method and he ended up initially using more additives and chemicals in the cellar based on what he was reading and the like, this is how you make wine. And so he had this revelation one day and it came in the form of a question. Why make the best organic grapes? Why grow the best grapes and then ruin them with all this unnecessary garbage? And now he adds nothing, not even sulfur in most vintages, unless he really, really has to. And his goal is every year to make vintage specific wines that tell authentic stories and transmit different energies. Yowza sounds like a cosmic dreamscape to me. So this wine is made from Tempranillo and it's fermented whole cluster. And when you ferment a red grape varietal whole cluster, it allows for a lighter expression of that grape. Just a little hot tip from me to you. The serving temp on 
this wine should be like 65, 70 degrees. And it pairs really well with dun, 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 grilled meats. Okay, obviously grilling BBQing is a theme of what we're about to get to with summer entertaining. But we're gonna, you know, flip scripper, script the flipper. Anybody remember that show flipper with the dolphin? Someone mentioned it to me the other day and I was like, I never watched it. I thought the water was like so strangely cloudy. You could never see through. Dolphins don't live in ponds. Okay. The other level of the wine club, just that I've been talking about grilling is two dope wines. Two dope wines is like my flagship club level. If you're in California, get on that two dope wine trip. So in two dope wines this month, we put in a Super cool sparkling wine, Poqueños Rabentos Ancestral. It's uh, made in Vino Verde in Portugal, which is so hot right now. And it's made from Luero and Alvarino. And literally, the first thing I wrote when I sent this out to people is, Portugal is so hot right now. Literally and figuratively. Because like those temps in Europe are loco. I feel like I know three people who are in Porto right now, and I just want them to beam me over there. But this wine that's in the club, Two Dope Wines, is Method Ancestral Sparkling Wine made from two different grapes, the ones I mentioned, Loero and Alvarino, and it's made in this area called Vino Verde. The wine is slightly sparkling, slightly floral, super fresh and incredibly unique. It's aromatic, it's lifted, it's getting you ready and getting you high and getting you lightly lifted without feeling like you're going to crash and burn the next day. Hell yeah! Small production, hand harvesting, natural wine making steez only. The soils are mostly granitic at like a modest altitude of 50 meters. It's just such a great vibes and has a lot of wild twists and turns. You want to serve it ice cold, baby. And the pairing, seafood, preferably grilled. Dun dun grilled. And then the other wine is also made by Olivier Lamasson. This is in Two Dope Wines. It's a red wine made from two red grapes, Groyot and Cote, which Cote in France is actually Malbec. And it's called the R18. Vroom, vroom. So what I say about this one is chill this down. Chill it down, down, down. I like it as a chilled red vibe. And I would literally was like, I want to tell you to eat something grilled with it again, but it would also go great with tacos, pizza, or even a dope-ass Niçoise salad. Which brings me to Summer Entertaining 101, 101. So let's all just put our little Ina Garden, Martha Stewart vibes on. And grilling is this commonality that I'm picking up through a lot of the wines that I like to drink this time of year. And so I think it's helpful because we all, if you have an outdoor space, even if you have a stoop, even if you're living in a place where you can just use the front stoop and you have a little portable grill that shit's dope and you should get after it the most important thing is you got to set the vibe setting the vibe is the first thing I think about and the number one tip for summer entertaining is ease people are like sun's out guns out wearing tank tops you don't want it to be complicated you don't want it to be messy you just want to set the vibe two things are crucial in a summer entertaining situation one is shade the second one is ice. People like things cold and people like things shady. They don't want to get too hot. The other hot tip is if you're going to barbecue, prep that shit ahead of time. You want to get the coals moving. You want them hot. So when you put things down to kiss that grill, it's not going to take like a million trillion years. Now, the other thing to think about when you're thinking about it, summer entertaining is that you want to serve most of the things that people are going to eat and you don't need to give them a 
like 20 course meal, but you want to serve most of the things room temp, which means you've made them all ahead of time. That's like two to three dishes, not including any cheese, olive charcuterie, most of the dishes room temp. So the only thing that you're actually going to cook when people are there is your action station, which is your barbecue. Make sure you've got long tongs and a serving platter to put stuff onto. We'll talk about that when we talk about things to grill and chill. So to me, there's four categories of summer entertaining. Most of them are located at Sukasa, Pero, some of them is like offsite locations. So first one is brunching. A lot of people have people over and they're like, let's have brunch. I think there's really one crucial winter stellar way to go with this that minimizes the stress and the prep on you. And that's a little bit of the New York girl in me. The perfect brunch spread is the bagels, lox, plus plus garnish situazione. If you live in LA, hot tip for you, Justa puts a really nice bagel together. It's not a New York bagel, but it's a great bagel. And you can order ahead and you can get a dozen of them. And if you go in the morning, they're warm. But what I like to do, bagels out, already sliced. If people want a toaster, you could, I guess, put a toaster out, but that's insane. Cream cheese, the whole nine, lox, pickles, capers, tomatoes, red onion, cucumber, whatever floats your boat, fruit salad, boom, you're done. The thing to serve to drink is another fun winding story of my favorite Sunday morning rituals. I'm not a big fan of the mimosa. I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of times the mimosa is a cheap trick and it's usually super inexpensive, terrible sparkling wine with orange juice to mask it. And unless that orange juice is fresh squeezed, then that thing is an entire waste of time. A dope ass mimosa is really good. Like if you have orange juice from Shaner Farms, He's one of the farmers at the farmer's market in Santa Monica, but you basically want to get something fresh squeezed and then you get a really nice sparkling wine, either a really good Prosecco or an awesome pet nat, something that's like bright and limey that has that lemon lime vibe. So when you combine it with the sweetness of the orange juice, it takes on a nice flavor combination. This time of year, I like the idea of you juice some watermelon and you make sort of a version of a mimosa, but with watermelon juice and lime juice. It's sick. It's down to party. The other two things I recommend serving, Bloody Marys and micheladas. Micheladas are kind of a new thing that I'm really getting into. It's sort of like a baby Bloody Mary, but you don't use vodka. You combine beer, tomato juice, spices. You might even make a chili salt rim, lime juice, and it's like this refreshing spicy snack in a glass. It's heaven. That's brunching. All right, y'all, we got to take a quick break from this scintillating chat for me to tell you about one of our sponsors, Audible. So every summer, I feel like I set a personal goal for myself. I'm like, it's summer, you want to read more books, you want to be on the beach, you're going to go on vacation and listen. The reality is, even though like everyone seems to be in Portofino, I'm at work, girls and boys, and I don't have time necessarily to always read a book. And so one of the things that saves my life and like feeds my brain is the ability to listen to an audiobook. And I got to say, one of my go-to spots is Audible. It's like as heavy in rotation when I'm driving or when I just want to lie on the couch and chill as a podcast. But with Audible, I'm being taken on a journey that isn't an opinion. It's fantasy. I love fiction. And the cool thing is 
I'm an Amazon Prime member. I don't know if you're an Amazon Prime member. By the way, if you're not, it's crazy. You should become an Amazon Prime member. But if you're a Prime member, for a limited time, you can start an Audible membership and save 66% on your first three months, which is a total in dollar amounts of $30 off. So that's like getting three months of listening to audiobooks on Audible for the price of one. I mean, I love a deal. That's a sick deal. You're just going to pay $4.95 per month for the first three months. Listen, I will tell you after that it is $14.95 per month, but after three months, you will have formed the habit of listening to more audiobooks and you will be thanking me later. My most recent audiobook that I have been devouring is the book that a lot of people are talking about, Fleischman is in Trouble by Miss Taffy. I mean, it's okay. Her name's not Miss Taffy. It's Taffy Burdesser, but I should probably say her full name. But listening to this audiobook is so great. It's a book that I really wanted to read, but I just didn't have the time. So I'm listening to it as an audiobook. If you want to get, and you're an Amazon Prime member, and you want to get access to that book, and you want to get on my audiobook listening train, this offer is valid from July 1st, which is in the past, but it's only valid through July 31st, which is coming up. So you need to go to audible.com slash wineface, or you can text wineface to 500-500 or 500-500 to start today. I'm telling you, Fleischman is in trouble is such a good listen. I love it so, so much. I can't wait for you to join me on my listening journey. All right. I think you learned a lot about audiobooks. Now let's get back to the conversation. Luncheon, I got to tell you, there's this thing that we just did the other day, and it's absolute heaven. And it's a shrimp tostada. And I got to shout out my mother-in-law, Delfina Becerra, because she made me this like kind of serve yourself room temperature or cold shrimp tostada for the first time in my life. And it's one of the easiest things I've ever done. You could put it out for anyone and I think they love it unless they're allergic to shellfish, then don't give it to them. So you go to the store and you buy pre-crispy tostadas. You could also fry them yourself. But the thing I like about the ones that are at the store is they kind of have the sweetness to them and they're super, super thin. And the shrimp tostadas are basically five ingredients, right? Shrimp, that you buy raw, peel, devein, you boil them, uh, they're, and then you immediately shock them in an ice bath. I like to boil them in salt and Old Bay. And you shock them in the ice bath, and then you cut up cucumbers, you cut up white onion, cilantro, lime juice, you chill the shrimp down, cut them into thirds, put those in, add lime juice, add a little bit of Clamato, secret ingredient, and you mix it together. Mix it together, and then it's just like help yourself, put it on a tostada, absolute heaven, divine. You could sit outside with that for one hour, and just, it's very snackable. You just snack on these munchy tostadas. And the thing that goes perfectly with it is you either roll with a rosé, you roll with a pet nat, or if you want, maybe you're not drinking. I don't know. It's during the day. You go with this dope ass agua fresca that is 
Also courtesy of Delfina Becerra because she is bomb.com. Now, I don't know. Maybe she'll be pissed. I'm telling everybody this, but I got to share the love because I just love it so much. She makes this cucumber lime agua fresca and I want to drink it by the gallon. It is unbelievable. You take two cucumbers and you half peel them. So you leave half the green skin on and you peel the other half. You blend those in a Vitamix. Like you literally just put the cucumbers in there and you blend it. And then you put them in a container, you add one and a half gallons of water, then you add the juice of eight limes, measure out the lime juice because you want to add about equal parts sugar and you stir it. The sugar will dissolve because of the acidity and that's it. You got to do lime and sugar to taste, but that also is like shrimp tostadas, cucumber lime agua fresca, boom, done. It's on. But dinner, I think is the most exciting category. The area of dinner that I have been super into for grilling and chilling is it's Greek to me or everything on a kebab. I've been calling it those two things or AKA kebab city. The beauty of grilling kebabs is one, you can put them on skewers ahead of time. Two, they're super easy to eat. If you marinate the meat, it's absolute heaven. And three, you can have that be the hot thing and then everything else is room temperature. Sides that go very well with it are roasted carrots with turmeric, Greek salad vibes with a big chunk of feta on the side with za'atar sprinkled on top. You don't even need more than that, but if you want to take it to the next level, you can oven roast some potatoes, toss them with a little fresh chopped garlic and mint so that the garlic cooks like a tiny bit because of the heat of the potatoes. But when you skewer life with me, I did three skewers at the 3rd of July. I did shrimp, very awesome, delicious. They went first. Then I did chicken and the chicken I marinated in yogurt and lemon juice four hours ahead of time. And I cut the chicken into one inch little pieces. So it's like almost very snackable, biteable, deliciousable, not a word, but whatever. And it tenderizes the meat and creates this beautiful acidity. And then we did lamb and the lamb I marinated in this. It was amazing. It was like garlic, white onion. I got a mortar and pestle. I grinded it all together, put some allspice, coriander, cumin, It was absolutely awesome. Olive oil, the lamb took on a whole new life of its own. It was like second life, but for the lamb. And the other crazy thing that I forgot to mention in all of this, and something that's a key condiment to every single kebab, is you gotta grill lemons. You just cut the lemon in half, you grill the lemon. Those, they're like beautiful and blistery and you kind of just keep them on the side and you gotta squeeze them on top of the lamb, the chicken, and the shrimp and top of the little parsley, y'all. It gets crazy good after you do all of those things. Sidebar tzatziki, the yogurt sauce is really, really good to make. And it's so easy. You take Greek yogurt. The yogurt for the chicken marinade is also Greek yogurt, full fat. Don't go for that low fat shit, go full fat. So tzatziki, you cut up cucumbers. It's so, so simple. Cucumbers, lemon, garlic. It's like a dream scenario. You gotta season with salt though. You gotta make sure you get the lemon salt ratio accurate. Hot tips from me to you. And the beauty of the whole thing was I had all the food on the table and then all I had to do was bring my skewer life over. 
Meantime, what are we drinking? So what we like to do is we have a garage and we set up garage bar and we like to put about, depending on how many people are coming over, we put bottles of wine in an igloo cooler. Everything gets chilled in the summer. So whether they're having red, white, rosé and pet nat, it doesn't matter. I like to have an assortment. I put the wine key out. I'm like, yo, go to town, drink whatever you want. We use real glasses for a party. I just bought a bunch of Ikea tumblers. And they're really inexpensive, easy to wash, stackable. So we have like 50 of them. That way, if people lose their glass, they can go get another one, put all that stuff out, make one signature cocktail. In this case, we made a rose margarita and then beer and Topo Chico for sparkling water. And we call it a day. And then obviously, agua fresca, if you want to be crazy over the top, awesome, and people will love you. But one key thing to get for your summer entertaining, because this will take everything to the next level, and you get a dope-ass arm workout, mortar and pestle. We just bought one in Berlin at the Bauhaus store, and I've used it so many times. I I grinded, hand-grinded, baby, when we're grinding, so I... I did a little grind on the marinade for the lamb. You can grind up some pesto, but one of my favorite things to do is once you've grilled your food on the grill, and this is usually for the future, is to grill veggies to then grind into a salsa. Salsa is super easy to make. And especially if you have a garden and are growing your own food, tomatoes are popping off right now. And the best salsa, the key ingredient, the base is tomatoes. So when you grill them, they take on this nice little char flavor and it's absolutely divine. Tomatoes usually have some sort of hot pepper in there, whether it's a serrano or a jalapeno. I would just start with one because you need to know your spice tolerance and ratio. If you want to get real crazy, you go habanero. Onion and garlic. And you can also make salsa by boiling all of those ingredients on the stove till they're soft and then throwing it into your blender and blending. But I like to grill these items, and then you use the mortar and pestle to kind of grind it all together and incorporate. But growing your own food is super, super dope. I think summer entertaining is all about that. It's this freshness. Everybody wants to eat food that is sort of straight out of the earth because it's this explosion of harvest time. Last night, we had this zucchini plant that just kind of went apeshit. So we had like five zucchinis, and they were growing to be the size of an outrageous zucchini, but they weren't there yet. And so... Alex and I were like, what are we going to do with all these zucchinis? And you know what I made? I made a dope-ass velvety zucchini soup, and it was the easiest thing in the world. You literally cut up a white onion. You cut up your zucchini. You cut up some garlic. You saute. You make everything soft. You add a little olive oil. You add a little butter. You add salt. You add pepper. You add a little tiny bit of cumin. And once it's soft, you throw it in the blender, and you make this, like, super kind of soigné five-star velvety soup that you might get in the south of France. And I paired it with two things. One, I made some grated zucchini and grated Parmesan crostini on juice bread. And we had Chenin Blanc with it. And it was an absolute heaven pairing, outrageously delicious item. With the kebabs for life meal that I know all of you are going to go out and make because it's literally, it's Greek to me, is one of my favorite things to make. We did, we went heavy on the chilled red. We had some mind clang orange wine. And remember, orange wine is that skin contact white wine. That went super good with the chicken and the shrimp. But we also had a 
bunch of chilled reds, some from Austria, from Kristen Cheetah. We had some Cab Franc that's carbonically macerated, so it has this light extraction. But it's all about setting that first vibe, buying wines that you like to drink, and then let that party set into motion. Anyway, this is Summer Entertaining 101, based on the last week of my life, I guess. <laughs> this is Wine Face, my podcast, breaking down the ins, the outs, anything that has to do with wine, a vibe, the lifestyle. And I'm Helen from Helen's Wines. You can come visit me if you're in Los Angeles at Helen's Wines in the back of John and Vinny's or go to helenswines.com. You can also join the club on the website at helenswines.com. If you're in California, check it out. It's so easy. It gets delivered to you. I'm in love with it. Peace out. Happy grilling, y'all.